In the previous Mishnah, we mentioned a get kereach, which literally means a bald get, as if the get doesn't have any hair. And that refers to a get makushar, which is a get written for kayanim, where part of the get was written and then it was folded over and witnesses would sign on it on top of where it was folded and then they would sew the fold. And then they would write a couple of more lines and fold it over and sew it and somebody would sign on it. And this type of get is known as a get makushar. And in order for a get makushar to be valid, it needs to be folded at least three times, which by extension means that it requires at least three witnesses, since every time it is folded, a witness needs to sign. Now get kireach refers to a get makushar where there is a lack of witnesses. For example, the, the get was folded five times, but there are only three witnesses who signed on the get. So not every time it was folded did someone sign on it. And according to the strict letter of the law, as long as there are at least three witnesses who did sign, it would be valid. However, Mijab Bonon, it would be invalid because we are concerned that it might at least appear like the husband appointed five people in the example we gave. He appointed five witnesses to sign on the get, and he instructed all five of them that they all need to be involved in the writing. And we learned earlier on in the Masechta that if one instructs a group of people that they all need to be involved in the writing of the get, then until all of them are involved, the get is invalid. And if we see a get which was folded five times, we assume that the reason why it was folded five times is because the husband appointed five people to be involved, and only three of them have signed, so in that case it would be invalid. And because of that case, any time where you have a document, a get makushar, where not every fold has a witness who signed on it, with Jabon on it, it would be invalid. However, once there are already three witnesses who have signed on it, according to the strict letter of the law, it's now valid. And the Mishnah says that get kereach, a bald get, for example, if there are five folds with only three witnesses, anyone can complete it, meaning they can get even somebody who is generally an invalid witness to sign as the fourth and fifth person. Since, according to the strict letter of the law, it's anyway valid. And we don't require more witnesses, we just need to make sure that it doesn't appear like the husband appointed five people, and only three of them came and did it. So in order to make sure it doesn't look like that, it's enough that two people who are invalid witnesses will sign on the remaining parts of the get where it was folded and no one has signed yet. The Rebbe Nanos that is the opinion of Benanos. However, Rebbe Akiva and Rebbe Akiva says, love. They can't fill it in and make up for the missing witnesses. Except for relatives who are fit to testify in a different place. Meaning, somebody who is a totally invalid witness, for example, a slave or a non-Jew, they can't be the ones who sign because Rabbi Akiva is concerned that people will see their signatures and they will come to rely on this person to be a valid witness in different cases where real testimony is required. And therefore we don't allow them to be the ones to sign now because it will appear as if they are valid witnesses. Only if the reason why they're invalid is because they're related to the person involved, only then would they be able to be the fourth and fifth witness over here since people won't come to rely on them in other cases, and even if they do, they're valid witnesses. In this specific case, they're not valid because they're related to the person who's divorcing. But really, they are valid witnesses. And as well as that, people realize that they are, that person is related. It's not like a slave or something who could have been freed. Her relative remains a relative and nothing's going to change. 
So there is no concern regarding a relative, and therefore, even according to Rabbi Akiva, a relative of the person could be the one to sign there, because we don't need him to sign in order for the testimony to be valid. There are already enough witnesses on the get. It's only to avoid it looking like the husband appointed a larger group of people who didn't all sign on it, and for that, even a relative who's invalid in this case, in terms of being a witness, even that would be enough. And then she says at the end, Vezu get kereach, what is considered to be a get kereach, which literally means a bald get, kolshe gishar merumeidov, any get mkushar, where the times that it has been folded and sewn are more than the number of witnesses who have signed on it. Perkchesmish Aleph, the Torah calls the get a sefer krisus, a scroll of cutting off, and from there we learn, at least according to the Chachomim of this Mishnah, that a get needs to permit the woman to remarry anybody. It has to totally cut off her connection to this husband, such that he is no longer prohibiting her to marry somebody, somebody in particular. Until now, she was forbidden to marry anybody else because she was married to the husband. In order to divorce her, one has to permit her to remarry anybody. So if somebody somebody divorces his wife, and he tells her as he is giving her the get, you are to be permitted to anybody to marry any man, except for so-and-so. Rebeliezer says that it is permitted, and it is a valid divorce, and she will still be forbidden to that particular person. But the Chachomim forbid her to remarry anybody, meaning the entire divorce is invalid, because she's not being cut off totally from her husband. The thing which stops her marrying that particular person is her marriage to her first husband, because the divorce never cut off her connection to this first husband regarding marriage to this other person. And so there is a lack in Croesus in cutting off and totally getting rid of that connection to this husband, and therefore the entire divorce is invalid according to the Chachomim. However, Beliezer's reason is based on a law which we saw in the previous Perek, and that is Reach Haget. Reach Haget, which literally means the smell, the scent of a get, is where one says to his wife, I'm divorcing you, but you're still going to be forbidden to marry anybody else. As a divorce, that's invalid. But as soon as he did that, she is forbidden to marry a koyain. She's considered to be a divorcee regarding that. So Rebeliezer says, if there is significance in even that type of divorce, it's true that in terms of being a real divorce, it's invalid, but it's still enough to invalidate her from marrying a koyain. So certainly in a case where she becomes permitted to everybody except for one person, so it's going to be a valid divorce. However, according to the Chachomim, you can't prove from Reach Haget, since there it's a specific law regarding a Koye marrying a divorcee. But in terms of regular laws of divorce, it's not considered to be a valid divorce. So according to the Chachomim, Ketzad Yaseh, what should he do? He's given her a get, and when he gave it over to her, he said that you're now permitted to everybody except for a particular person. And we said that the divorce is invalid. Is there a way that he can turn it into a valid divorce? Yitlenu heimenah. Says Mishnah, yes, he can take it back from her, the and then give her the get again, the and say to her, you are permitted to everybody. In this case, it won't just help to say it again. At the beginning of the previous parak, when we talked about examples where somebody gives the get to his wife without telling her it's the get. So once she has it, we learnt that it's enough to tell her that the document which she has in her hands, he gave her in order to divorce her. You don't have to take it back and give it back to her. It's enough just to tell her that it's the get. In this case, however, one would have to take it back and then give her the get again. 
It's not enough just to tell her that you're permitted to everybody. Reason being that in this case, when she originally took it, she took it for the sake of divorce. It's just so there's something which invalidates it. In the case in the previous Perek, when she originally took the get, it wasn't for the sake of divorce. So it's enough that you tell her, I am giving that that document is for the sake of divorcing you. And then review it as if he's giving it to her now. But in a case where she already took it for the sake of divorce, it's not going to help to say, I'm divorcing you properly with it. One would need to literally give it to her again and do it in the fashion which does work for the divorce. Says the mission of him, however, if he wrote this inside of the get, then part of the actual writing of the get was that it should permit her to marry everybody except for a particular person. And then, even if he goes back and erases that part of the get, possible, the entire get is invalid, since the entire get was written for the sake of divorcing her in such a manner. And that manner is invalid, and therefore the entire writing of the get is invalid, and it would all be need to be written again. It's not enough just to erase that part of the get. Mishnah base. What happens if one divorces his wife, and when he gives her the get, he tells her, Harat ben Adam, you are to be permitted to everybody, you can marry any man, Elul Abba Ovich. Except for, and then he says, either my father or your father, Lochi, except for my brother, Lochich, your brother, or Eved, except for a non Jewish slave, Lanochri, or a regular non Jew, or to any other person who she is not able to receive Kedushin from anyway. If her father would do Kedushin with her, it wouldn't be valid at all. They're related and the Kedushin doesn't work between them. So in that case, Kosher, the get would be valid because this is not considered to be a lack of divorce because it's not the the current husband's marriage which prevents the Kedushin between this woman and the people mentioned. So in terms of getting rid of the marriage, this is considered to be fully getting rid of the marriage. It is a full divorce and therefore it's valid. On the other hand, what happens if he tells her, you are permitted to marry anybody, except for, and now the Mishnah is going to list a number of cases, where although the marriage is forbidden, Kiddushin would work. It's a forbidden marriage, but the marriage does take place. So in that case, it's considered to be a lack of divorce. Why is that? Because today, that this man and woman are married, let's say, for example, Reuven is married to Rochel, and Rochel is a divorcee from a different marriage, a previous marriage, and we have a third person called Levi who is a Koyen. If we ask, why is Rochel forbidden to marry Levi today? So we can give two reasons. One reason why she is forbidden to marry Levi is because she is married to Ruvain, so she's already a married woman, and a second reason is because she is a divorcee, and it's forbidden for a Koyen to marry a divorcee. However, if we ask a slightly different question, what is stopping the marriage take place? If he were to give her Kedushin, then the entire Kedushin wouldn't even take place. It wouldn't be valid at all. What is stopping the Kedushin be valid? The answer is only the fact that Rochel is married to Ruvain. Because in general, if a Koyen goes and does Kedushin on a divorcee, although it's forbidden, it would be valid and they would be considered married. However, if one does Kedushin with a woman who is married to somebody else, then the Kedushin is not valid. So in that scenario which we just described, if we ask, what is the thing stopping the Kedushin take place? The answer would be only the fact that Rachel is married to Ruvain. Which means that if Ruvain divorces Rachel, and he says that you're permitted to marry anybody except for Levi, 
this is considered to be a lack in the divorce. Because you're now saying that the marriage between Reuven and Rachel should remain in order to prohibit and to stop the Kiddushin taking place between Rachel and Levi. So it's not considered to be a full divorce and therefore it would be an invalid divorce. So the mission brings examples of forbidden marriages but where if the Kiddushin would have taken place. So it would be valid except for the fact that she's married to Reuven. So it's that marriage which is stopping the Kiddushin take place and therefore in order for the divorce of that marriage to be valid it would have to include this case and getting rid of the marriage totally even regarding this case. So for example, a widow marrying a Kohen Godol, if she is a widow from a different marriage, and he says that I'm permitting you to marry anybody except for a Kohen Godol, or if she is Grusha Chalutza, she is a divorcee, or she's a woman who has received Chalitza, the Kohen Hedjet, to marry a Kohen Hedjet, that's forbidden. Mamzeres, if she is a Mamzeres, a woman who was born from a forbidden relationship, or Nasina, a woman who comes from the Nasinim, who are descended from the nation of Givain, who during the times of Yeshua tricked the Bnei Israel into allowing them to convert. Be as it may, it's forbidden to marry them. Bnei Israel to a regular Jew, or Bas Israel, a female Jew, a Jewish woman, the Mamzer Lonosin, to marry a Mamzer or a Nosin who's descended from the Givainim, or to anybody else who Kedushin would be valid except for the fact that she's married to Ruvain. That's the thing stopping the Kedushin be taking place. So now the divorce has to get rid of that. I feel about Vera, even if it would be done in sin, and it's a forbidden marriage, but the Kedushin would, the marriage would take place if they did it, possible. So then the divorce would be invalid if it excludes one of these cases. Mishnah Gimel, Gufay shall get the main formula which needs to be written inside the get, is, according to the Tanakhama, Hari Adam Adam, you are permitted to marry any man. Or you are permitted to any man, it's understood that we're talking about marriage. That's what needs to be written in the get, apart from all of the details of who is involved, but the part of the get which states what is happening via the get is this small phrase that you are now permitted to anybody. Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Huda says it has to be much more explicit and clear. They need to write in the get, Vedain. And this, meaning this get, which will be for you from me, Sefer Teruchen, a scroll of Teruchen, which is another name for another word for divorcing, the Geres Shabukin, a letter of abandoning, the get Peturin, and the get of freeing her. He has to explain what is happening via the divorce, Limahoch to go t- in order to marry to any man that you want to. According to Behuda, one has to explain what exactly the divorce is doing, and one has to show that the way that she is being divorced is via the document. He says, Vidain, this document is what is, is what is fulfilling the divorce, and he has to say explicitly that he is divorcing her from him, and all of these things need to be written explicitly inside the get. According to the Chachomim, it's understood that that's what's going on. That's what a get is. It divorces one's wife, and it's the document which does it. However, according to Yehuda, it's not enough that we understand what his intention is. It has to be written in the get itself. And the Mishnah says a similar idea. Gufa shall get shicharur, the main things which need to be written in a document which frees a slave, is Hayat Baschirin, Behold, you are a free woman. Or you are for yourself. 
The Mishnah talks about a case where you have a female slave, just to fit with the first part of the Mishnah where we talked about a woman being divorced. And this certainly fits with the opinion of the Chachomim regarding a divorce, although the Mishnah does imply that in this case, for some reason, Rabbi Yehuda would also agree that that is enough to be written inside this document.